Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, yeah. Yes, welcome to the show this Tuesday night. I've learned over the last couple of years, Dom, quite often what happens mm. with nations getting along. Yep. What we do is we get our ex-politicians, mm. and then they go and they be representatives in other countries. Okay, right. So I, mean, I know Kevin Rudd spends yep. a lot of time in America yep. these days. Because the idea is these guys have learned how to be diplomatic. Yep. They've learned how to facilitate relationships. Mm. And they're the best people yes. at making sure the countries get along. That is until tonight, Don. Yeah. We're putting up a stand and we're putting <laughs> our hands up and say, hey, no, let's not do mm. politicians. Let's not do ex-prime ministers going around country to country representing Australia. We think this late night radio show would do a fine oh, job. Look, most FM radio shows are pretty content sticking around with Daily Mail articles and fart sound effects. No. But th- this show is making a step into international diplomacy. Yep. Could our relationship as Australia with one of the major superpowers of the world depend on our radio show, Zach? I don't think that's too much to say. I think before we get to midnight tonight, yep. our relationship with one of our biggest allies mm. is about to get a whole lot better. We have a plan. Yep. We're going to put it into motion. Yeah. And I think every single Australian will be better off in Oof. the next hour. Should we call anyone from the government to let them know we're doing this? Do we do this rogue? I think it's better, yep. especially with international relations, yep. to act now, <laughs> ask permission later. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't think a lot of the government <laughs> agencies will be open at midnight well, anyway. That, that's true. That's, and we don't want to wake you know, anyone from the, the cabinet up. No, I'm just saying, let's stick around. Yep. We'll be better off. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Seems legit. Dom, this is the game where you have to guess the real from the ripoff. Mm. I will read out a knockoff. Yep. You have to tell me. Just by hearing the knockoff, what you think it is ripping off. What's our category this week? We've had cereals, we've had gaming consoles. What are the rip-offs this week? Uh, this is um, a childhood memories edition. So <laughs> okay. all these things uh, you'd know from your childhood. Okay. Well, you'd know the original from your childhood. <laughs> right. Uh, you may not know the knockoff. <laughs> I've tried to you know, pick a few things from... Spanning a couple of generations. Okay, great. All right. So where where are we beginning? Uh, we'll be- begin with the most recent one. Yeah. Um, this knockoff is called Ill-Tempered Birds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've been doing this game for a while now. That is the most unbelievable ripoff we've had so far. I'll tell you You're... that the picture is exactly the same and the font is exactly the same. Ill-Tempered Birds. Ill-Tempered Birds. Jeez, it wouldn't be Angry Birds, would it? Correct. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There maybe, you go. There's the picture. Are we sure? Yeah, that's that's the same bird. Are we sure that that's a ripoff and not a prequel? That's true. Maybe they were ill-tempered and they became angry. And that's it. This is an origin story of yep. the birds. And then they were the <laughs> birds who were searching through the medicine cabinet for some aspirin. <laughs> that one's a much longer and more boring yes. uh, game. Absolutely. Our next one. Yep. Uh, this one's maybe 10 to 15 years ago. Okay. It's a book. Yep. Larry Potter. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> how many how many books in the Larry Potter series are there? I can only see one. The okay. full title is Larry Potter and his best friend Lily. Okay, well at least Actually no, in the corner it says Larry Potter Storybooks, so that implies more than one. <laughs> and uh, do okay. you want me to describe the characters? Yeah, you can do that. Do uh, that. Larry seems to be <laughs> about a ten year old with brown hair okay. and glasses. Does he have a lightning scar on his forehead? I can't see. You can't see that? Okay, interesting. 
What do you reckon about Larry Potter? Oh, this is a tricky one. Yep. This is tough. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Harry Potter. I think so. <laughs> what I will, I'll give whoever the author is. Do you have the author of Larry Potter? Is the author on there? Um, yes. <laughs> do you want to read them out? Or I we... don't know if I should. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that getting them in trouble? Are we in a defamation area? Well, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Are we sure Harry Potter wasn't a ripoff of Larry Potter? <laughs> That's a great point. It's a great point. I, I will say at least they've changed it from Philosopher's Stone to whatever that one was. Or could they be in the same universe and is Larry Harry's non-wizard brother? <laughs> Larry just became an accountant. Yeah. It's... And this just goes on about Larry's life in, you know, the real world. <laughs> Look, it wouldn't be as exciting when he's being taught magic and Larry's being taught Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> but you know what? Why not? Uh, and our last one, Dom, this one's going back uh, a bit further. Yep. I don't know if you get this. Okay. Spook chases. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first thought on spook chases mm. was Ghostbusters? Correct. Yes. Well done. Okay. <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters? If they're engaged... <laughs> Your second choice is the spook <laughs> chases. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, how often have you been online? Mm. You've tried to buy a product, you've tried to watch a TV show, you tried to use a website, yep. only to find out that it's an American thing Yeah, and you can't get it in Australia. It's It can ruin a, a great night. It can ruin a, a, a lot of excitement. Well, for the first time ever, we have heard about the reverse. Because you and I, Dom, we mm. are the unauthorised um, ambassadors yep. for LA Ice Cola, the convenience store room temperature cola. And um, <laughs> a podcaster from America has got in touch. And they said they've enjoyed listening to the legend of mm. LA Ice Cola over the last couple of weeks, but they can't find LA Ice Cola anywhere in yep. their home country of America. Well, you would imagine the uh, pump-up we've been giving LA Ice Cola, completely deserved pump-up, I should add, yep. has made their taste buds tantalised ready to, to try some LA Ice Cola, but you walk into, I don't know, what are their stores, like a Walmart? Mm. It's nowhere to be found. It was a Sir Shaker Fries the fourth. He got in contact on our podcast reviews. Now, the problem with the podcast reviews is we can't comment back. No. There was no way for us to get in contact with them. Mm. But we said, we said out on the radio, we said, if you get in contact with us, yep. Sir Shaker Fraser Fourth, we promise we will send you a bottle of the Nectar of the Gods, <laughs> LA Ice Cola. However, mm. the ball's in your court. It well, is. The cola's in your court. They, you have to come to us because we have no way of contacting you. And uh, we, we went straight to work after we put that out on air. Zach, we've installed in the studio an LA Ice Cola hotline. That's now, right. this is for all LA Ice Cola-related uh, calls to come through. Yep. Um, and we've been sitting uh, waiting for this phone to ring. We don't know what's happening now. No. But our producer, Michael, said that he has heard... Hmm that we could be getting a call. Now, I don't know. This phone's never rung before. I don't know no. what it's going to look like. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, you but, know what it looks like. You're looking well, at I, it. I, I, you mean sound. I like. don't know what it sounds like. It's yeah. never rung before. You just have to be patient and, and... Oh! Is that it? That's the LA Ice Cola hotline. That's the best sound effect you could find? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, all right. I think we, we are connected to the person on the line on the LA Ice Cola hotline. Is this Sir Shaker Fries the Fourth? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, Dom. Here we go. I hear a delay uh, and yep. I hear an American accent, which that... makes me feel like this is genuine. Well, thank you for calling the LA Ice Cola hotline. What a moment this must be for your taste buds. Oh, absolutely. I am delighted. 
Oh, Sir Shaker Fries, the fourth. It's a delight to get such mm. culture on our show. <laughs> Isn't it? Usually we're just full <laughs> with uh, Australian accents. And we want to fill the show with accents from all across the planet, Dom. Mm. And we also want all those accents to enjoy <laughs> LA Ice Cola. So, Sir Shaker Fries, the fourth, can we just confirm what state of the US you are calling us from? Yes, I am calling you from Utah. Well, now the question comes, Zach, is we've got to look into the delivery. We've got to look yep. into postage. Uh, do you know how long it would take to post something to the US? I mean... I'm, I'm thinking at least minimum weeks. If we yep. think about how long it takes us to get shipping when you buy stuff online... <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm thinking a minimum three weeks, Dom. Could, can we get it before Christmas? Well, that's a... What a Christmas gift it would be. Um, well, Santa can get around the world <laughs> in a night. Could we slip LA ice in the back of the sled? <laughs> yep. And try to, you know, maybe we could use the sleigh over the next couple of weeks before Santa is. I'm not sure. Not a bad idea. So, Shaker Fries the fourth. We will we'll sort out some details to get this across to you. Are you right to just constantly wait by the front door of your house for the next few weeks until it arrives and go nowhere else? Oh, absolutely. What Great. we would ask you to do in preparation mm. is to make some room, not in your fridge. Yep. No, LA Ice Cola <laughs> doesn't belong there. No. Uh, if you have uh, somewhere on the floor mm. in your uh, place where you live that's not refrigerated, that's clear <laughs> of everything else, it needs to be um, on the floor and at room temperature. What's the temperature in Utah at the moment today? Um, it is below freezing. Below freezing, Tom, is that going to be oh, an issue? no, this could be a problem. Okay, right. We'll that's get... just outside. Inside, that's... inside, obviously, it would be uh, mm. you a might bit need, warmer. You might need to put it maybe to get the temperature right around a hot water bottle or maybe <laughs> in some sort of a, a a fur coat for the LA Ice Collar, uh, yep. just so you can... Con- you, you don't want to consume it cold, Zach. No, that's no. not how you meant to do it. Right. And, you know, I'll tell you what. I will build a pedestal and put it up there. That's a great idea. <laughs> that's where it belongs, <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> and physically. <laughs> Okay, so shake a phrase. You leave this with us. Thank you for getting in contact. Yep. Um, I can't believe it's worked. Yes. What we'll do, Dom, mm. is we'll go away. We'll talk to Australia Post. Mm. Um, they might have to do a deal with FedEx. I'm not sure who's taking care of um, mail in America. Yeah, look, it, it will be like the Olympic uh, torch. It's yep. going to have to do numerous yep. legs with we'll, numerous people. We'll have Australia Post posties on their <laughs> on their red postie bikes, hand over the LA ice yes, yep. to the FedEx workers. <laughs> this is going to be bringing the world together mm. through LA Ice Cola. Oh, wow. Well, this is going to be massive. Thank you so much, Sir Sacrifice the 4th, and uh, get ready to enjoy the, the Cola's Cola. Thank you. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, you uh, you always know it's a bit of a slow news day when one of the top stories is, what is Australia's favourite bird? Uh, is that what one of our <laughs> news sources were leading with today? Numerous uh, websites. Oh, we're, really? Like, we're running this one as the big story of the day. Which well, maybe it is a big story. Well, is it a big story? I mean, look at what's happened in the world the past few weeks. Yep. I'm not sure that Australia's favourite bird ranks as one of the big stories of the year. Are they reporting that there has been a favourite bird named? Uh, no. Or are they asking the question? It's actually the Guardian are running a poll to, to find out Australia's favourite bird. I don't know who was sitting around the office of the Guardian uh, a newspaper or, yep. or website and said, you know, the one thing that we're missing is a bird poll. They're probably looking out the window. <laughs> yep. They saw a seagull. Yes. Yeah, I really like seagulls. And then someone said, you know what? I'm more of an eagle fan. And yeah. then they go, hang on. There's a poll in this. Here's Get what, it up. Well, here's what I don't like about this uh, is that there. So the poll is what's Australia's favourite bird. Hmm. But my opinion is that most people's experiences of birds are not favourable ones. 
Oh, bird watchers well, enjoy seeing birds. The, the small percentage of the world who... I mean, have you been bird watching before? I've seen birds, so well, technically, yes. I have I intentionally gone out of my house to look at birds? No. So I don't, I don't I'm think, a casual bird watcher. Well, no, you're not a casual bird watcher. You're a bird viewer. I think there's a difference. Uh, if birds go in front of me, I'll watch them. <laughs> well, here's my problem. Most people's experience of birds is swooping, yeah. maybe pooing on you, uh, maybe not moving out of the road when you're trying to drive... Uh, and you don't want to hit them. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, your experience of a bird is not a very good thing, right? So I think they've actually got this pile the complete wrong way around. Mm. I think instead of what's Australia's favourite bird, it should be, and this is what we're doing, what is Australia's least favourite bird? Okay, hang on. So yeah. I feel like two minutes ago, mm. we were making fun of The Guardian for <laughs> yes. running this on their website, but we are going to do yeah. what's Australia's least favourite bird, I and think, that's okay. Oh, this is so much more newsworthy. Oh, okay, this one makes more sense. This makes so much sense. <laughs> okay, this sorry, is, my this, mistake. This is a big news story. <laughs> <laughs> Australia's least favourite bird. Finding Australia's least favourite bird is the sort of news that, that really this show prides itself on. Well, on 13, 10, 60, do you want to kick it off, Dom? Do you uh, have a least favourite bird? Well, yeah, we will take applications. Uh, my least favourite bird uh, at the moment, and this is going to cause some controversy, this particular one, I'm entering the kookaburra. It's my oh, least favourite bird. Oh, un-Australian. I, look, I, I knew you'd say that, but there's one right near my window, yeah. and it has woken me up almost every day for the past yeah, three Yeah, but that weeks. would have been like 1pm in the afternoon. It was late. <laughs> it was late. I do sleep late. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just feel like the kookaburra is it maybe gotten a bit of a big head. Over, over many years of praise. Um, I would like to put forward the ibis. The ibis? Yes. Well, I mean, I, I know that there's many probably who don't love the ibis. What's your particular issue? I've never had a bad run-in. Yep. Just give me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> whenever I see them. They've got, they're not a very nice-looking bird. The beak is way too long. Yep. I'm sorry, but I don't trust a bird with a beak that long. And I don't like that they're confident to come close to you. No. I'm like, back back off. Who do you think you are? There's like, there's an agreement between us and the animal kingdom mm. that we'll stay away from each other. <laughs> yep. Actually, come to think of that, yeah. humans haven't done that, have we? <laughs> we, I guess... We have knocked down a lot of trees. Historically, we... You know what? <laughs> come close to Ibis. <laughs> That's our bad. Well, look, okay, so the Ibis and the Kookaburra are in the running. 131060, if you have a least favourite bird you would like to add. Paul's in Canberra. Paul... You're seconding Zach's opinion, are you? Yes, definitely. The white ibis, a.k.a. the bin chicken. The, the ibis. Uh, have you had any particular bad encounters with the ibis, Paul, or just wants to steal your chips? No, oh, it's, it's a disgusting-looking bird. I mean, the, the beak is a WTF situation, isn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> I think that's a, uh, an official animal term, a WTF have situation. Have you ever seen an ibis put their head on the side on the ground mm. and then they can stick their beak like under a gate or something like that? No. That's... It feels like that it's out of a horror movie. <laughs> it's actually quite impressive. Well, that's why they have it, I guess. It's good flexibility. All right, so we have two for the ibis. Uh, I went the kookaburra, which mm. you've disagreed with. Controversial. Um, they're very loud. They wake me up. Chris in Sydney, worst bird in the country, Chris. Yeah, the magpie, the wonderful magpie. Okay. Is this swooping related, Chris? It definitely is. When I was younger, I think I was about seven, seven, eight years old. Yep. I got stuck under a tree mm. and it just kept swooping me and I've got a nice scar on my eye from it. Oh, it uh, actually made contact, Chris. It did. Not, not like just swooping above, just made contact. Well, you know what? Uh, I think so far I've said a kookaburra woke me up, Zach. And we've said ibises are a little bit creepy. I reckon a lifelong scar on the eye probably... <laughs> probably I don't know, Dom. Them. It is annoying to get woken up by a bird at 1pm in the afternoon. I think we feel your plight. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that doesn't feel sincere. I don't know. Uh, Elise in Hobart on 131060. What's the worst bird in Australia, Elise? 
Carilla. The, the Carilla? Carilla. I'm not sure I know that particular bird. They're, they're white with, like, pink around their eyes. Okay, what's bad about them? Well, there used to be one in a pet shop near where I lived. It was like the pet shop bird that wasn't for sale. It had a little sign yep. saying that he was friendly, and if you stood by him, he'd come and sit on your shoulder. Mm. And I did, as like a little grade seven, went and stood by him, and he sat on my shoulder and then bit me on the ear. Okay, so we've got another injury. <laughs> but, There's a lot of birds pecking people, yep. biting people. Yeah. It's almost it, like they don't like us. It, uh, what I am sensing is that this particular pole, worst bird in Australia, is personal for a lot of people. Yes. That's what we're learning. All right, so we've got the ibis, we've got the kookaburra, we've got the magpie, we've got the, was it gorilla? Uh, yes. Like that. Uh, lastly, Brendan in Melbourne, worst bird in the country. Brendan, what is it? I'm saying it's the emu. Oh, Brendan, another Australian classic animal. I know, <laughs> I know it's un-Australian, but they have... Crazy claws. Yep. I'm pretty sure other birds don't like them because they can't even fly. Yep. And their neck kind of looks like elbow skin. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you raised some good points. <laughs> it would be hard if we were in a courtroom <laughs> to disagree with that. Yeah. And Emu once chased my dad for 10 minutes as well. well it was for, quite, a, well, wait, hold on. quite a terrifying moment for my dad. They chased your dad for 10 minutes. Yeah, we're, we're, there was a sustained chase. <laughs> it was an animal enclosure. Uh, and uh, when we were on a family holiday when I was younger in mm. Tasmania, and the emu just chased my dad. Yep. He thought he was going to get attacked. So yep. I, emus did, are scary. Did you reckon that maybe... Yep. It was almost like the emu didn't like being in a cage. <laughs> it wasn't in a cage. He like, said it was a caged area. I didn't mean in cage. Uh, fenced. It was fenced. Um, oh, right, now so. he's backing away from it. <laughs> all right. Well, he's. I reckon if yeah. you were in a fenced off area and yes. an emu came to see you, you'd probably chase it as well. <laughs> Perhaps. All right. Let's. Well, let's make a decision. Ibis, kookaburra, magpie, gorilla, emu. Zach, worst bird in the country. I'm well, sticking with Ibis. Well, you can't vote for your own. Well, why not? All right, Ibis. I guess we got two votes for Ibis. I was thinking maybe one of the ones that caused an injury would be more severe than the mild inconvenience. Um, no, they, you know, I, I think everyone will agree <laughs> when we say Ibis give you the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> There's something weird about them. All right, we'll enter that in. For 2017, They're worst, up to something. worst bird in Australia is the Ibis reason because they give you the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I can see you, Ibis. I know what you're doing. You're not impressing anyone. <laughs> And we will figure it out. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Donald Trump explains what he bathes in every day. $1.7 billion in cash. This is cash. Also, Macklemore visited the Big Banana in Coffs Harbour. Every once in a while you stumble upon something that, that's bigger than yourself, that, that speaks to... Uh, to the masses in a way and uplifts. And Shane Warne visited schoolies on the Gold Coast. Yeah, ninth time uh, here for uh, the main event. It's been great. I love it every time. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, now, Zach, last night on the show, you pitched the idea of Dom Cam. Uh, I've been watching a local dairy live stream one of their cows all day called Cow Cam. You wanted to do Dom Cam, the most boring live stream of all time of just live streaming me going about my day. Well, we thought if people are watching a cow mm. just walking around the paddock, surely well, they'll watch Dom walking around his life. Often the, the cow isn't walking. The majority of the time I've watched yeah. Cow Cam, the cow is in the Well, they'll be the place. same as Dom Cam. <laughs> Kick it back. Well, probably there'll be a bit of hammock time. I know you like uh, sitting in a hammock in the afternoons. Do you still do that? Uh, Not as much these days. 
I might, I might make an exception. You, I know you're, you're making out as if it was a long time ago. I know <laughs> before you moved house, okay. hammock time was a regular thing. Hammock time was a regular thing a few months ago, yes. yes. Um, so you haven't set it up at the new house? Uh, not in a good spot yet, no. <laughs> it, look, it is, it is possible. You but are, the hammock is set up. The hammock's set up, yeah. Okay. Uh, like a cow, I might spend a lot of time grazing. Yep. You might see me grazing. Um, but before we go ahead with this, hmm. I have three big concerns. Three things I need to tick off with you. I think we're aiming for Thursday afternoon for Dom Cam. So well, you, I wanted to do it today, but you pushed it back. I pushed you it back. You said too I want, soon. I, I need to get things ready for if you've got to live stream my day. Hmm. Got to get a few things ready. Here's the things I want to check off with you tonight about Dom Cam. Hit me up. How long are we live streaming? Because this has uh, been a The battery. I'm not live streaming a whole battery because then my phone will be dead all day. Yeah, but then you can charge it afterwards. I'll give you an hour of my day. No, an hour's not enough. What do you mean an that's hour's not enough? That's when the live stream's really starting to pop. <laughs> I don't think... What's happening an that, hour in? That's, you need some time to collect an audience. An hour's not a no. live stream. That could oh. be a video. It has to be longer than a movie. It has to be longer than two hours or else it's Are just a movie. Me? Yes, because a live stream has to be a long time. I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, I'll negotiate. Under two hours is a movie. I'll negotiate. I'll give you 90 minutes. No, that's a movie. Okay. It has to be over two hours. Two hours is my final call. That's what I wanted. (laughs) Okay, we'll do two hours. We'll figure out the exact timing tomorrow, but lock that in. Battery permitting, but at the start, your responsibility is to have your battery at 100%. (laughs) I'll do my best. Second question I have. Will audio be turned on? Yes. Okay, right. That's, so, yeah, because we want to hear you interact with, <laughs> you know, the people you run across in your day-to-day life. Well, I'm going to have to, like, I mean, what if I just start singing? Sometimes I sing to myself. That'd be great. I don't think it would be great. Do you <laughs> sing to yourself often? Not often, but yeah. I might. I, you know know what you do when you're on your own. Yeah. This is going to be a fascinating study for me more than anyone. But will you, who else will we, who are the characters we might <laughs> run into? I mean, there's your family who you live with, mum yep. and dad. You're running into mum and dad. Your little brother. He's away, but so you won't run into Okay, him. so just your mum and dad. and my dog, Bobby, you'll, you'll probably see. Yeah, you, you might, can introduce people. Why don't you go around and, and say hello to everyone? Depending on when we do it, you might run into my... Uh, Local acai bowl people, if I'm down there getting my breakfast. Yep. That's a possibility. <laughs> Sounding these, great already, isn't it? These are the great cast of characters <laughs> that you can look forward to on Domcam. Big concern. Though. All right, so we're going to go for two hours. You want audio turned on. I didn't. It was but... a bit boring if there's no audio. Isn't that the point? No, but I mean like a bit boring in a sense that you don't understand what's happening. You need context. Yeah. Right. Is okay. there audio on CowCam? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. I need to double check. I haven't watched it with... I, I normally have my iTunes library playing alongside yep. it. Okay. So just a, a soundtrack. No, I think we want to hear the conversations. That's the real beauty. Okay. What does Dom talk about during the day? <laughs> I'm just going to have to hold farts in for two hours. <laughs> that's, um, to be How honest, loud are your farts? That's why I asked about audio. <laughs> Uh, look, I how, how often and how loud are you farting? Not that often, not that loud. It's just something to be conscious of because yeah. no one wants that. So I'm just going to make a note on that. Last point, and it's related to that. That's two hours I can't go to the toilet. No, you can. Remember well, we said what you can do is you can, that's the only time you're allowed to remove the camera mm. and you have to put it in a spot yep. and you have five minutes to return. Well, I'm quite terrified and you have to put though. up a you have to put up a note yes. so the live streamers know. Mm. So write on a piece of paper, I'm going to the bathroom. Yep. Put the camera in front of that, and yeah. then you have five minutes on the clock. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and the people watching, I imagine the three people watching at that time, <laughs> yeah. they hold you accountable to the five minutes. I'm going to be honest, quite concerned. I'll forget to take the the live. Yeah, I'm concerned off. about that as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on your 
bathroom door, put a reminder. <laughs> okay, and do you think that will take over? Because there's a chance I'll even forget that. And at some stage, you'll you'll be okay. So what will happen? Mid afternoon, you'll zone in, uh, cheat in to see what's going on, <laughs> and you'll just. So <laughs> what I'll do is I'll monitor it. Yeah, and I'll be the third line of defence, and I'll call Great. you. Okay. Um, if you see me walking towards the bathroom, yeah. you call me straight away. Yeah. Well, we'll probably get some context yeah. while we're watching the live stream. Mm. If you're having a particularly um, a meal that's not sitting well, <laughs> and we're hearing you say to the people around you, oh, geez, this isn't sitting well, yeah. I'll call you and tell you, hey, just be careful, you're on live stream. All right. Well, <laughs> so phone can go down when I go to the toilet. Yep. We are having audio, Mine's and it's going to go for two hours. Yep. All right. Well, that's those are the main details sorted. Um, you might have to announce to everyone you see, hey, yep. I'm live streaming. Maybe I should wear a, sh- a sign that yeah, says Yeah, that's that. a good idea. Yeah. We might get a shirt. Yeah, we'll get we a shirt. We should get a shirt made that's that says, uh, I'm currently live streaming. Yeah, I'm currently live streaming your live on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Whichever one Because we don't want your mum to come in no. and to say <laughs> something embarrassing about <laughs> your childhood. <laughs> I don't know how... Often she starts conversations with, <laughs> <laughs> with the times you wet the bed as a seven-year-old. <laughs> but just in case she does. Pretty regularly. Yeah, yeah you don't want to bring that up. All right. Well, look, we'll, we'll keep the wheels in motion. And I guess... Uh, so we're good for... for what th- are we penciling in Thursday? Thursday. We'll figure out a time tomorrow night. I okay. reckon that gives me a bit of time to go away till we can work on this shirt. Yeah. And, um, and I'll, <laughs> I'll work on suppressing my farts. Clenching. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Turn a song into a segment. That's right, Dom. We don't think the songs are doing enough work on the radio. That's why we feel like we can change a couple of words Mm. in one of the latest hits and turn it from a song to a radio segment. And tonight, Zach, we are taking Clean Bandit with Zara Larson Symphony. I just want to be part of your symphony. And uh, we are giving it a little bit of a festive uh, spin. I just want to be part of your Christmas tree. That's right. 131060. Here's what we want to know. Is your Christmas tree up already? Are there Christmas trees around the country, Zach, that have already been set up, decorated, ready for the festive season? We are a month away from Christmas this week, but I Mm. would have thought, traditionally speaking, 1st of December, isn't that when you're meant to put them up? That's the golden rule. I always say, this is how your December 1 should go. Right, you start it with Bublé's Christmas album. You open your first box of the Advent calendar, which is totally normal for an adult to have, and then you put up the tree at night and end it with the Christmas movie. That's December one. So your Christmas tree isn't up. My Christmas tree's not up. My no. Christmas tree will probably be three weeks away. Three Four, weeks. maybe. Oh, come on. Halfway through December. Why, why even bother putting it up at that rate? Yeah, good question. Maybe I won't put one up. <laughs> well, that's not what I intended to get there. Our producer, Michael, looking out at him, is your tree up? Your, no, he's giving us a no. All right, well, so here, but apparently I have seen on social media, on Instagram, people are putting their trees up already, Zach. I just want to know how early trees are going up. What's the earliest one in the country that's gone up? 13, 10, 60. Have you put up your Christmas tree? Michael in Bendigo. It's the Christmas Hello. tree up, Michael. Uh, not yet. However, my girlfriend's been trying to put it up for like the past two weeks. Okay, and why are you resisting, Michael? Uh, because, like, last time we had a Christmas tree up, it was up till like, February. Okay, see, now, I if there's one thing that annoys me more than putting the tree up too early, Zach, yeah. it is leaving it up after Christmas. I take it down Christmas night, Yeah, to be honest. You know that That's a me. fun Christmas night. <laughs> Shut up. I just don't like to be reminded of the carcass of Christmas that's just been. The carcass of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, uh... Okay, Liam <laughs> in Victoria, is your Christmas tree up? 
Hey, fellas, how you going? Pretty good, Liam. <laughs> How's yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's actually not too bad, thanks. It's not my tree. It's actually my missus. Every yeah. time, every year, um, as soon as Halloween finishes, just yep. bang straight onto the Christmas decorations, right. full-blown lights, tree, mm. little sleigh out the front, everything. What do you think, Dom? November 1? Is that too early? Well, the concern with November 1, Zach, is that it might look like the Halloween decorations you've left out. Do you know what I mean? You mm. need enough space. Between. Do you usually put ghosts on your Christmas tree? <laughs> well, I don't Has know. Has that ever happened, Liam? Has anyone ever confused your Christmas decorations for Halloween? Uh, no, not necessarily. I don't think Santa comes as the scary kind of... That's true. Get her cool kind of thing. Yeah. Scary Santa, though. I mean, that's... How about has better. zombie Santa ever been in a movie? I um, feel like that would be on trend. Well, there's there's obviously Robot Santa from the Santa Claus 2, which you know I'm a big fan of. Mm. Um, I ha- I can't, I'll do some research on zombie Santa and I'll let you know. Um, anyway, so that is song into a segment <laughs> to done for the week. Uh, that has been <laughs> Symphony <laughs> into Christmas Tree. <laughs> And we you mentioned Christmas carcass, <laughs> which is a pretty good <laughs> description of this segment. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, uh, over the past few days off air, you and I have been having a chat about uh, if it's okay to own multiple of the same outfit. Um, well, this sprung, Dom, because you revealed there was a shirt you particularly liked. Yep. I thought I had been seeing it. Quite often, I was like, are you wearing that shirt, you know, Mm. every day? And you said, no, I have a few. Well, at that stage, I had two. So it's like a long-sleeved... If if you've seen any of our videos, you might see it pop up. It's like a long-sleeved red and black checked shirt. But see, it's not like... Because some people will be like, oh, I only wear black shirts. I've got 10 of them. No, it's not that. No. It's like a distinct... Yeah, it's quite... Checkered shirt. It's quite distinct. And yes, I did have two of them. Well, as you know, yesterday we were shopping and I did buy a third. You saw me buy a third of the same shirt. In I've been, I don't know where you're going with this, but I have been thinking about it. Yeah, what are you thinking? Um, do you want me to share your thoughts? Mm. My thoughts? Um, yesterday when we found it yep. um, at the shops, the yes. shop you got it from, it was on a sale rack and there was a lot of them, wasn't there? Yeah. Have you considered why, firstly, <laughs> it was on sale and why there were a lot of them? Well, it's just the winter stock that's that they're trying to get. But ranged. why wasn't there all the rest of the designs they had for winter? <laughs> You're not going to like what i got to share with you now, then. I went back today and bought a fourth. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Why? Because you got to admit, when we were there yesterday, really good deal. <laughs> really? I got it for $8. Yes. Okay, okay, hang on. <laughs> okay, so yep. we can assume mm. um, if it's on sale, yep. you know, and I love getting things on sale. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that, but... <laughs> We'll say it, it, there was a lot of them. They were trying to flog them off. So it's safe to assume they didn't sell them at the regular price. <laughs> they weren't popular enough to go at the asking price. Yep. That's all they have left. So your favorite shirt <laughs> is the one that no one else chose. <laughs> the funny thing is you could shut when I first bought it, when it had just come into the store in June, it was $70. Didn't you pay, <laughs> isn't that the one you paid $100 for? Oh, actually, no, that might have been the $100 one. And so now you're paying it for $8. And here's the thing was when I bought it today, I asked the person walking behind the counter, I was like, do you think it's weird to have more of the one shirt? And she said, oh, maybe for this one. (laughs) 
So anyway, but the good was news is... Was it the same person who was there yesterday? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> she's like, you're back. The good news is she told me she works across a few of the other stores in the same chain, and she's like, there's a few of them left. If you do the rounds of the city, you can pick up probably four or five more of these and you may maybe crack a $50 note. Oh, so wow. maybe I've just got a uniform from now on. Maybe that's so that four? Four now, and I could have up to 10 if I shop around. Oh, dumb. <laughs> you're going to get sick of that shirt so quickly. In that case, it's just a charity clothes bin one day. It's going to be like, I think some guys donated the same We could shirt. all come to work dressed as you. <laughs> you could share the shirt around. Uh, that is what I've got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the full thing back, search for Collective Now on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.